We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world, with all its power and might, steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. I know we're all sick of it. We're sick and tired of the mask wars, the mask shaming, the virtueless virtue signaling, the unscientific claims that we believe in science. We're tired of it, but it's not going away. So today I'm going to talk about the mask wars, the facts, the fallacies, and the fabrications. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Welcome to today's Rebellion. This is a topic that I just wish would go away. If I would have told you 24 months ago that the nation would become divided, divided over the issue of whether or not we cover our faces, much like they do in Muslim countries, that you have to wear a veil across your face in order to engage in the public square, in order to go shopping at the grocery store, in order to even go to school, you have to wear a veil across your face. Nothing can be exposed but your eyes. It must cover your nose, it must cover your mouth, and if you don't wear it, you won't be able to fly, you won't be able to go to class, you won't be able to shop, you won't be able to do much of anything if you don't wear that veil, that mask on your face. Oh, we'll claim that it's all about science, even though there's a lot of science out there that says this is not effective. So why we, while we claim it's all about science, we will basically obscure the fact that it's more about power and control. The proof? The least vulnerable, the least vulnerable, almost all of the science indicates that the least vulnerable among us are children. They're not the ones that are suffering great loss as the result of the COVID-19 virus. We know this. We know this. We've been told, even by the mainstream news, over and over again. We've been told by the World Health Organization. We've been told by the CDC. We've been told by Fauci himself. The grand and glorious wizard Fauci has told us that the vulnerable are those who have comorbidities and who are 65 years of age and older, People that are overweight, they may have diabetes, they may have heart disease, those that have cancer, those are the ones that the COVID-19 virus attacks very aggressively. And it is a serious disease. These people need to be careful. If anyone should be considering the vaccine, it should be these folks. If anyone should quarantine and stay away from other people that might compromise their health, it's these folks. 
It isn't the first time in the history of humanity we've had this discussion. In fact, a lot of people who have had cancer over the years, over the decades, they know that when you have certain treatments, chemotherapies and whatnot, that it compromises what? Your white blood cell count, and therefore your immunity is compromised, and you could get sick. So what did they tell you to do? Stay away from other people. Don't have folks come by and visit. They could expose you to something that you're much more susceptible to get right now because your health is compromised. In today's vernacular, you have a comorbidity. But this common sense, this sense that's common, has all been thrown out the window because there are virtuous people that walk among us. And these are the folks that believe in this new religion called scientism. It's not science, it's scientism. It's the worship of every word that escapes the lips of the grand and glorious wizard of COVID. Dr. Anthony Fauci. Oh, ignore the evidence, abundant though it may be, that he actually had a great deal. He had a hand in creating the virus itself and that he lied about it to Congress. It was called gain-of-function research. He said, oh, we didn't have anything to do with that, but now we know he did. The National Institute for Health did have funding directed toward gain-of-function research at the Wuhan lab, and Anthony Fauci lied about that. He also admitted that he lied to us about the efficacy of masks at the front end of COVID. Remember? You remember. He said, don't wear masks. They don't work. Don't do that. And then, well, yeah, you need to wear masks. They do work. And You're a bad person. You don't care about your brother. You're unloving. You're a murderer if you don't wear that veil over your face. What changed? Well, he told us what changed. His level of honesty. He said, well, I didn't tell you to go out and buy masks because I didn't want there to be a run on the market. In other words, he put millions and millions of people's lives at risk by telling them, not to go buy masks until it was the right time to go buy masks. And now we're trusting this man to tell us whether or not to wear a veil over our face before we go worship in the temple of scientism and bow and pay homage to the grand and glorious wizard of COVID, Dr. Anthony Fauci. And we have these people in Oklahoma that are for whatever reason, hanging on his every word and ignoring the evidence of multiple levels of research that say that masks, if they work at all, and I suppose it is debatable as to whether or not they might have some effect, but there is a ton of research out there that says they have very little effect. And really, really, we're going to give up our constitutional freedoms over this issue of this new religion, of scientism, that's much like other cults of control. Mind control, body control, social control, emotional control. We will control you. We will control you by fear. We will control you 
by law. We will control you through intimidation. We will control you through shaming you. We will force you to bow at the altar of the grand and glorious wizard of COVID. The mysterious, the mighty, the magnificent Dr. Anthony Fauci. Let's take a break. When I get back, I'm going to share with you a board meeting that took place last night, just last night, at the Bartlesville Public School Systems board meeting here in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, where an organization came in and told the board that they wanted them to do stuff that was illegal. And I mean that. They wanted the school board of Bartlesville, Oklahoma, to ignore the law of Oklahoma, to break the law of Oklahoma, and force every student, every student in the school, to wear the religious veil over their face of the religion of scientism as they worship and show their virtue, show that they are better people than those that don't wear the veil. I'm going to share that story with you, and I'm going to remind you of some of the research that says this is all, can't think of a better word, crap. It's just all crap. It makes no sense. This is not science, people. This is just politics and power. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion, and I will be right back in a couple minutes. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. So I received notice from a Facebook friend uh, giving me a heads up that there was a a group um, calling upon the uh, the uh, school board, school board members here at Bartlesville Public Schools in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, to defy the law of Oklahoma, break the law of Oklahoma, become criminals, quite frankly. When you break the law, what's the definition of a person who breaks the law or the name of a person who breaks the law? Well, that person is a criminal. You're either guilty of a felony or you're guilty of other crimes. So essentially, this organization called PEAK, that's an acronym, P-E-A-K, Public Education Advocates for Kids, they actually sent out a, a note uh, before the school board meeting, and it said this, that uh, there's a school board meeting tomorrow at the Bartlesville High School Fine Arts Center Auditorium. Uh, medical personnel and Peak and others are going to attend, and we're going to address the issue of masking in our schools. It says this, make plans to attend the Bart- Bartlesville Public School Board meeting next Monday, to hear recommendations from physicians, nurses, and other members of the local medical community who face the challenge of COVID every day. The PEAK board, the board of the Public Education Advocates for Kids, as well as parents, also will be urging the school board to implement more rigorous masking requirements. These remarks will come early in the meeting during the public comment portion prior to the board's regular considered business. There's more in the note, but that's what you need to know. Okay. Uh, I want to remind you, the state of Oklahoma, by virtue of our house, the representatives that you and I elected, these are people we chose to elect us. That's the way 
a democratic vote works, folks. You vote, and if you win, if you are in the majority that elects the representatives, they're supposed to represent the people that elected them. That's the point. It would be absurd to suggest that somehow when you elect people that you expect them to do exactly the opposite of what you believe is important. That's the point of elections, isn't it? I mean, this I can't believe I'm even having to explain that. So we have a we have a house representatives in Oklahoma. We have a Senate. They're elected to represent us also as a Senate. And then we have the executive branch, and that's the governor. And we have a legislative process that is constitutional. <laughs> okay. And and this was all followed and a law was passed. It was called Senate Bill 658. And what was that law? That law was a measure protecting health choice. I thought these people believed in choice. Health choice for the people of Oklahoma. And it essentially said this. Schools cannot force unvaccinated children to wear masks. Additionally, students should not be forced to get the COVID vaccine to enroll or attend school. Parents should have the ultimate decision in their children's health care needs. Oh, terrible. That's all a terrible idea, isn't it? That schools can't force unvaccinated children to wear masks. And additionally, students should not be forced to get a drug that by definition is can't be tested longitudinally. We don't know what the long-term side effects are or are not. And Even the long-term and the short-term efficacy of that drug is still up for grabs. That's why you're hearing about booster shots every other minute in the news. The thing isn't working as well as they told us it would. But yet, we've got people like this Public Education Advocates for Kids group that wants to force your students to wear a mask and potentially even get vaccinated. Well, this law... Senate Bill 658 says you can't do that. It's illegal now in the state of Oklahoma to force students to wear masks or to get vaccinated as a condition of enrollment. And it's explicitly clear that parents should be the folks who make those decisions, not the government, not the teacher. You, the parent, should be the one who has the authority over your children's health care. They're trying to take that away from you. Additionally, the measure will allow, uh, excuse me, not will allow, but will disallow any medical device mandates, including masks, unless there is a declared state of emergency. So if the governor declares a state of emergency, there's a contingency in this law to accommodate that. We don't have one now, folks. The measure will prohibit any education institution in Oklahoma to require a COVID-19 vaccine or a vaccine passport to enroll or attend. The measure will prohibit mask mandates for unvaccinated students. The House author of this bill is Representative Kevin West of Moore, Oklahoma. 
And he said this, this bill is about protecting a student's right to attend public school in person, even if that student or their parent decide that COVID-19 vaccine is not the right choice for them. This also will protect unvaccinated students from being forced to wear masks when mask mandates do not apply to all. Should the force of government be used to force citizens to do something they don't want to do, or should it be used to empower the rights of citizens? Now, that's a good question. What is government all about? Is it to govern those who want to take our rights away? Or is it to govern those of us who simply want to be left alone and live our lives freely without Big Brother telling us how we can even breathe? I mean, my land, how, how, how many times have I shared with you the G.K. Chesterton quote that when you get rid of the big laws, you don't get liberty. You get thousands of little laws that rush in to fill the vacuum. And, I'm, and I've, it's not hyperbolic when I've said, so true, so true. I mean, look at the evidence. We, we've gotten rid of the 10 simple big laws of God, the 10 commandments, and what has rushed in to fill the vacuum? My land, they're telling us how to use the bathroom now. They're telling us what pronouns we can and cannot use. You're punished if you break these new laws. And now they've added another one. They're telling us how to breathe. There are now laws, or at least these people like the public education advocates for kids want there to be laws that tell you how to breathe. You're not breathing properly if you don't do it through the veil, the veil that allows you to enter the Holy of Holies, the temple of his grand and glorious, the mysterious, the mighty, the mystical, the majestic, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Bow, pay homage, give him your mind, your body, and your soul, or you will be canceled. You will be verboten. You will not be able to engage in society any longer because you're a bad person. You're not as virtuous as I am because I've chosen. I've chosen to wear a porous piece of paper over my face. This veil of COVID that allows you to see nothing but my eyes, as I smirk at you for being a rube, a deplorable, a person lacking gray matter, because you bothered to read a little bit and learn that masks actually don't work. I pointed this out in an article a couple weeks ago. And what ticks me off is if you go and read this article now, it's flagged by a fact checker. I pointed out in this article, I it was I played off of Arnold Schwarzenegger's incredible statement where he said, screw your freedom with regard to wearing masks. He actually said that. That was his quote. Screw your freedom. I find that to be a deplorable statement. To, to say, screw your freedom, especially from a man that came from an Eastern Bloc country and came to the United States because of the freedom he could enjoy here. And now he's telling us that he's learned nothing throughout the course of his entire life as to what freedom really means and how important it is and why it's a first thing and not a second thing, why it should be your highest good, your summum bonum, the first thing, higher and much above safety. Oh no, screw your freedom, wear a mask. Well, what's the evidence? 
What's the scientific evidence to support that masks even do anything? I went through a study from Sweden that says, "Mm, not so much. I pointed out a study from the Center for Evidence-Based Medicine at Oxford University that said, "Uh, no, not so much. I pointed out an article from the New England Journal of Medicine that said, "Mm, we know that wearing a mask outside healthcare facilities offers little, if any, protection from infection. I pointed out a study from Japan that concluded that face mask use has not been demonstrated to provide benefit in terms of getting colds, and that of a larger study is needed to establish that they have any use. I pointed out another study from Cambridge University that said masks, no, not so much. There's little evidence to support the effectiveness of face masks to reduce the risk of infection. Quote, unquote. I pointed out a study from the Oxford Clinical Infectious Disease Center and how they found there is no evidence that cloth masks provide protection from the transmission of pathogens when used repeatedly without adequate sterilization. And then I said this. There's a Danish study published in the Annals of Internal Medicine in November of 2020, and it found that there's, quote, no statistically significant effect of high-quality medical masks against SARS-CoV-2 infection in a community setting, close quote. Now, you know what? If you pull up this article, and it's in the Washington Times, if you pull up this article that I'm referring to, it's actually titled The Scientific Case Against Masks, subtitled Arnold Schwarzenegger Should Stick to Making Terminator Movies. It's in the opinion section of the Washington Times under Everett Piper, and it was published, I think, three weeks ago. If you pull this up, you're going to get one of those stupid banners that you see all over the place that says, Missing Context, Independent Fact Checkers Say This Information Could Mislead People. Really, what in this article is lacking context or misleading? Well, you know what they point out? They say this, if you go click on the fact checkers, these little disciples of Anthony Fauci and those that wear the veil, those that bow in submission and subservience and obedience to anything his grand and glorious wizard of a COVID says we should do, even though it's exactly the opposite of what he said yesterday. If you go into this fact checker uh, link for this banner that's on my article, it says this, fact check, new mask study did not prove mask wearing basically doesn't do a damn thing, quote unquote. That's what it says. Now, where in my article did I ever say that? Did I ever say that in my article, that mask wearing basically doesn't do a damn thing? That's their language. I'm sorry. I'm quoting them. Did I ever say that? No. So the fact checkers are telling me that I lack context when I'm quoting these scientific journals and these scientific institutes, and they're telling me or you, if you click on this column, that I lack context when they say or they imply that I'm suggesting that mask wearing basically doesn't do a damn thing. This is absurd. And then they go on and they talk about the Danish study. They don't mention 
anything about the Cambridge study, the Oxford study, the New England Journal of Medicine study. They don't mention any of that. They don't mention anything about any of these other studies that from Japan and Israel and Sweden. No, they don't mention that. They go to the Danish study and the Danish study alone, and they say that the author of that study has pointed out that the study was designed to test if recommendations to wear a mask outside the home reduced infection catching, but it wasn't to test the effectiveness of infection spreading. I'm serious. That is the hair they're splitting. And therefore, they put a banner of fake news on my article. And they suggest that I'm saying that mask wearing doesn't do a damn thing, to use their language. And then they can only cite the Danish study, and they split hairs over whether or not the study is addressing the effectiveness of masks in reducing infection catching versus infection spreading. That's it? That's all they've got? Yes. The answer is yes. These 20-year-old fact checkers that were Berkeley and Brown yesterday screaming for their safe spaces and hugging their teddy bears and using crayons to color in coloring books because they couldn't handle the reality of life are now sitting in some dark room at Facebook and Twitter putting up stupid banners like this across scientifically accurate columns such as the one I wrote that cites study after study after study on mask efficacy or the lack thereof and they're saying oh don't read this because it could mislead you. And then they mislead you by implying that I said in my column that mask wearing basically doesn't do a damn thing. Which I didn't even come close to saying. I merely quoted medical journal, medical institute, scientific journals, scientific institutes from across the world. People, we've lost our minds. We've literally lost our minds. We have politicized medicine. We are ignoring the facts. We are engaging in fallacious thinking. We want the fantasy world of this veil to protect us from things that have been around since the dawn of time. They're called viruses. And we're willing to throw our freedom away in the midst of this lunacy. This is a dangerous place for us to be. We need to fight. And I'll probably be be banned from social media for using the word fight. Oh, he implied violence. These people are so stupid they don't even understand an analogy or a metaphor anymore. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. And there's truth to be told on such silly things as whether or not you should have to wear a mask in the United States of America to even go about life anymore. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.